Hey guys, and welcome back to the Open Book with Gabriel Penn. Sorry for the lack of one last week. I just didn't have anything we really wanted to talk about. But this week, I happen to have a guest with me, and we're going to be talking about faith and fiction with Charles Whitfield. Um, How's it going, guys? And one of the main reasons that we're talking about faith and fiction is just because both Charles and I are Christians, and so that has influenced a lot of our writing as well. Um, both of us, we haven't actually... I don't know if you've gotten your uh, your first book published. Nope. Not yet. I um, have gotten pretty far in my books, but I actually haven't finished one yet, so... Yeah. I <laughs> I understand. We're in the editing section for Dark Soldier right now, so that does happen. But we're going to be talking about um, not only how the faith helps our characters in the books, but also how that helps um, like writers in their writing, I guess, as well. Like... Um, C.S. Lewis, I think, is a really good example of that. Um, Definitely. Yeah. Chronicles of Narnia. Oh, a yeah. A lot of faith in that. Even uh, Tolkien, mm -hmm. with a lot of his things. Yeah. He, uh, granted, his uh, writings of Lord of the Rings were not meant to be analogies, but we can take them that way, and it's actually pretty fantastic. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I haven't actually gotten a chance to read Lord of the Rings. <laughs> I feel so bad, because I'm writing a fantasy, and I haven't read the mother of all fantasy <laughs> Man, books. you gotta get on that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, one of the important things about when you put in faith and fiction is, especially with presenting your own personal beliefs into a thing, it's really important to have the main character have your own beliefs. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, definitely. I I have a god kind of character in the books, kind of similar to how there's an Aslan in C.S. Lewis. I don't. I haven't heard a whole lot about your book, so I don't know if you do or not. But um, it's a uh, it's a point that I've been trying to work on in my books. I originally I had a character who was the whole creator of this world, as usual. Mm -hmm. But I never really decided whether or not I was actually going to keep him in there. Okay. So yeah, because I I think the worry is with Christian writers that it will not get as big of an audience to people who aren't Christian if we put in like an on like a a God kind of character. But I I think like um, I sort of realized, especially with C.S. Lewis, that um, there's just so much you can do as a writer, and people will just kind of take it. Especially with like C.S. Lewis stuff, mm -hmm. he actually has Aslan right there, and it's pretty clear des uh, definitely that there's a Jesus um, analogy there with him with Aslan dying and uh, rising from the dead. Spoilers, sorry. <laughs> if you don't know that, then you're living under a rock. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> but, uh, but yeah, um, you, uh, you and I were talking a little bit before this um, about like how uh, Faitha helped your character, I think, um, mm -hmm. in the novel that you're writing. Yeah. Um, can you kind of like explain uh, that a bit? My main character, uh, his name's Bernard terrible name right i love it <laughs> that's uh, all right mine was gonna be like malachi or something originally before i came to the final yeah, thing but so a, okay. a terrible name for my character it works yeah due to who he is mm. um but faith has to do a lot in what is going on because maybe not faith per, per like not a faith like oh god is god this whole thing like like what i believe mm -hmm. but more of a faith in his own morality and his own what's right what's wrong mm -hmm. and that is a lot where it comes into play with my character uh -huh. he's brought up to several um problems where he's faced to go right or left 
yes. uh, metaphorical path. Um, mm-hmm. And he has to choose from there what is the right way. And this really goes into his faith and what he believes and what he believes is right or wrong. Mm-hmm. That is, that's actually a really good way of putting it. I, uh, I actually got a chance to do kind of something similar with mine because my, my main character, uh, he has a lot of struggles with faith in general because um, I don't want to give up too many spoilers for the book. But he, there is definitely something that you learn a little bit later in the book where it's pretty clear that there's a good reason that he doesn't trust anybody. And so he has to have faith not only in this sort of God character, which he never believed in in the first place, but also in the people that he's with. And so he just has a lot of uh, trouble trusting people. And so I put that kind of faith aspect into my personal book. Yeah. And that's just that's how I got a chance to do it. And it's, it's a lot of fun because then people who aren't Christians can link that to trusting others um, in what they do. And the Christians can definitely easily put that into a trusting in God sort of factor. Yeah, which is really cool. Uh, mm-hmm. Bringing up Tolkien again, that's a lot what Tolkien's like. Mm-hmm. It's not this is God or anything, but you have the small hobbits yes, uh, who have to put their trust and their faith in these bigger elves, dwarves, men, yeah. wizards yes. to help them through this. Mm-hmm. They have to rely on Gandalf and Aragorn to mm-hmm. get them through the entire mission. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, and obviously, like a bit of faith in each other, like with a Frodo and Sam thing going on. That's just yeah. that's a huge like um, you got to be able to trust in each other, and especially like one of the greatest moments with that was the uh, um, I can't carry it for you, but I'll carry you um, moment. Yeah. That was like the greatest in the film, at least for me. In the film, yes. I don't remember that part in the book. Yeah, I haven't read the books in a long yeah. time though. So. I. Yeah, as I said, I haven't read it at all, so I'll just take your word for it. <laughs> yeah. I know when it comes to faith that, uh, especially in my books, uh, I originally thought of writing my fantasy book right now as an allegory, as having uh, – there are going to be 12 knights in this realm mm-hmm. who are going to represent the apostles. Yeah. And then they were going to have – character to be like Jesus, and the knights will follow Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, but I slowly started to drift away from that just because I wanted to reach a wider audience. Mm-hmm. Um, and doing that, it would have been strictly a Christian book. A lot yes. of people wouldn't read it, read it because they would have been like, this is definitely a Christian book. Yes. So I drifted away from that. Um, instead of having 12, I'm going to have like 6 or 7 mm-hmm. uh, knights now. Mm-hmm. But um, it's really interesting because in a part in the books, um, the main character is going after the bad guy. Okay. The proposed, supposed bad guy. Yes. And he comes to this standstill where he has to decide whether killing this person would be right or wrong. Okay. Um, and he goes through and is actually... I've done a lot of thinking about this. My character, there's there's something in this world that he's in that when he's about to make a decision, like a major decision, he kind of enters his own mind type thing and someone starts talking to him. This is where that whole God complex thing goes into. Okay. Uh, and so time kind of stands still a moment and he kind of mules everything over in his mind. Mm-hmm. And then... You have someone talking to him, then he decides on the decision. And it's really 
it's doesn't happen in this world, that's for certain. Yeah. <laughs> but I would love that. Just like yeah. God just like speak to me like an audible. Yeah. It's just like ah, having the trumpets going everything. Yeah. But it's I I like to write this way to represent like God's Holy Spirit in our conscious, how it works. And I really that's really one of the things I'm gonna throw in there just to kind yeah. of present my own faith. I actually I really, really enjoy that because I don't have anything like that because my character he really he tries to have a moral compass but his own like mistrust of people leads him astray with it. And so and so all like the hate that he's been getting against him, like he has to have his moral compass from others and he has to learn about it instead of having it himself. And I yeah. I really like I really like how you put that in your own books. Yeah. Okay, so we're coming up kind of to the end of the podcast and kind of do a little bit of a promo, obviously, for Charles here. Uh, what what really has influenced you to be writing as you are? Um, probably the biggest thing for writing for me was ever since I was little, I always had a very strange imagination to most people. Okay. I've, always, I've always loved telling stories. I've always loved having adventures in my mind. I've always... I will sit for hours a day just mewling over things, like stories of me in my head type thing. Mm-hmm. And I've always, it's hard for me to describe stories to people. So I figured, why not write it stories down? So mm-hmm. stories I've had for years in my head, I just start writing down. That's why I told you earlier before this that um, I have a lot of books that I'm yes. trying to work on. That's why I can't finish one. Because there's just so many ideas going on around yeah. my head that I really just got to get it out on paper so people see it. That's really what has driven me to um, to be a good writer, to be a writer. Mm-hmm. Well, it's been really awesome talking with you, Charles. Um, and I don't know, maybe sometime we'll see you around again. And obviously, be looking for Charles Whitfield when his books start coming out. Um, do you have a name for any of your books yet so they can look for it when it comes around? Um, it's in the process, even the name. Uh, hopefully it's going to be a three or four book series. It's okay. called The Knights of Dragons. Okay. Hopefully book one will be Destiny, and hopefully it will be coming out relatively soon. All right, awesome. So guys, look for Destiny by Charles Whitfield coming out relatively soon, as we can see. And we hope you guys have an awesome weekend. See ya. Later. Hey guys, and as last time, once again, very sorry for not having one last week. We're going to be having recent reads. This time it is the Leviathan series by Scott Westerfield. An excellent, excellent steampunk series with a lot of airships and robots and, yeah, giant robots and stuff and a lot of battles and action, but also a lot of romantic kind of stuff in there too. And I finished the entire series just um, over spring break. And it's just absolutely amazing. Normally I'm not a romance guy, but it really worked out well. And some of the physics in it are kind of strange. But for some reason it honestly worked out incredibly well. So I will definitely recommend the Leviathan series by Scott Westerfield. <laughs> Whitfield Westerfield. Works out awesomely. Anyway, as always, continue reading and writing and have an excellent weekend.